0: Hey, Mr. Davis, how you been? I'm glad the heat
1: wave is over, so I'm feeling good right now because the weather is, you know, cool. I'm
0: telling you, man, like, I never want to experience that again. Uh, the heat wave we just had. And in this episode, that's one of the first things we're going to be talking about before we get into Fasting Furious 9. Talk about Vin Diesel and family. And then we're going to talk about what happened in Haiti with the assassination. Uh, Patrick Vieira being. The obligatory only black man on the touchline in the Premier League this season. And we're going to look at Richard Branson trying to one-up Jeff Bezos, just like we predicted in the last episode. (laughs) And then we're going to end on the note of the uh, kidnapped students, uh, you know, in Kaduna in Nigeria. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, this is Backyard Conversations. Let's get right into it. Davies I know it was crazy, crazy, hot. I don't know who had it worse if it was you or me or just everybody just had an equal amount
1: of like heat wave. How was it? Um, I don't know if we had it hotter or the devil in hell <laughs> like honestly it was it was too hot. I was freaked out when I found
0: out that we broke like single day heat record for Nevada, which is literally a desert
1: and for Texas, yeah, it was crazy, like even I mean. I think the highest ever recorded temperatures was recorded somewhere in BC. I think, was it 46? But even here in, like in Vancouver, it was like 40, got up to 41, right? It was, it was, it was blistering. It was crazy, crazy hot. And, and what happened was every single
0: hotel here in Vancouver was booked up. Fully booked up. And most people ended up in like Ikea and Walmart because those, those big box stores had air conditioning and people were just mm. not really buying
1: anything, just chilling in the AC. Yeah, I ended up, you know, having to go to the lake because I just couldn't take it anymore. Everything was hot. The floor was hot. The door was hot. The bed was hot. The couch was hot. Like, literally anything you touch, hot. Crazy hot. Ended up going to the lake. Which Tell lake was that whole, exactly? I went to um, Sasmat Lake, so uh, White Pine Beach. Nice. And. Uh, bro, it was packed Like, you need to see the lineup of cars The parking was full, they had to close it down There were, like, no more cars coming in People were parked up the side of the road They were towing cars away It was just crazy Because everyone wanted to, you know, cool down, right? Everyone oh, wanted yeah. to just cool down And, you know, given how cold our, our waters in BC are Like, because the glacier water, right? It's the perfect place on a really hot day Man,
0: I'm just glad it's all over And what I tried doing during this period Was to try and get like a portable air conditioning But I was just way too slow And even now, they're still sold out like everywhere it's crazy. It's so crazy. hard to get one
1: And I know this like, is not I the end of it I've never felt that hot my I don't think I've ever felt that hot in my life
0: yeah, and yeah I've been to
1: some pretty hot places I think that's the hottest
0: I've ever been myself You know, you have like a portable fan And it's just blowing hot air back yeah. at
1: you Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous That heat
0: in a weird way, I'm glad I experienced it even though I never want to experience it again, right? <laughs> like, it's all over now.
1: Exactly. So
0: hopefully, I can get an AC in the next year and a half because <laughs> I know this is going to happen again at least twice in the next five years. Like This global warming, I know this is not the
1: end of it. Yo, in the past half a decade, I've literally told myself every single year, I'm going to get an air conditioner. I'm going to get an air conditioner. I never do. And, like, this was the year that I regret that decision the most because, you know, <laughs> and like especially this year i really like i mean it's been hot over years as well where you've been like you know hot hot right but this one was different yeah it's crazy all right speaking of different like the you know slowly
0: and carefully movie theaters have been reopening and it's kind of like been like a change for us because there's still a lot of theaters here in bc that haven't even opened just yet but Mm -hmm. uh this there was the release of the Quiet Place Part 2, and now the Fast and Furious 9, F9. Have you heard anything about it? Do you, are you going to see it?
1: Um, do you know what? I'm not sure if I'm going to see that in the cinema. Yeah, just because, you know, the whole, what's it called? The whole special effects and all that is really crazy in that movie. So I'm not sure if I really enjoy those in the movie. I know that's the whole thing about Fast and Furious, where every stunt they do in the next movie gets crazier and crazier and crazier, right? But not too sure if I'm into it, but apparently he's making back at the box office, right? Oh, he's it's, it's doing pretty well in the box office. And
0: what I just can't get over, I'm, I'm yet to see it myself. What I just can't get over are the memes that are coming out of this. And like mm-hmm. with Vin Diesel's character, Dom, always harping over family and family <laughs> and family. And, family. and uh, it's just a gift that keeps on giving. I will see it, but I don't know, just like you, if I'm going to go to the theater for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something I'm looking forward to. And I think people should... Uh, cool off by saying they should end the franchise already, <laughs> because you know it's like it's it's a business, right? Think mm. about think about the Harry Potter franchise, think about Star Wars. I know it's probably not at the same caliber, the same level, but this guy's always trying to push the limit and always try and put this product, this film, out there for the audience, and it's always a thrill to watch.
1: Yeah, they're probably trying to get it to F ten, you know, get a full ten, you know, films out there before yeah. they actually say they're done. Oh yeah, I um, mean. Quick question though: Are you sure that like, so they're, they're making money at the box office right now? Is it is it because the movie is actually good? Do you think it's because the movie is good, or is it because you know people haven't been to the movies in a while, so they're like, you know what, it's time to get out there, and that's one of the top movies that's out there right now, so like, okay, well, we'll just watch it. I, I think it's a
0: bit of both, because even the feedback I've been seeing from critics, not like I always entirely believe what critics say until I watch the film for myself but a lot of the reviews I've been seeing the feedback has been mostly positive Mm. and it's a kind of film that you actually really do want to see in the theater because it's like fast cars like people using magnets and pulling cars all over the place so it's it's a joy to watch on the big screen so I think it's both factors that are coming to play here so it's a fun film that you can watch on a big screen and the fact that people are starting to get more confidence after their first and second shots to actually go to the movie theaters with their popcorn spaced out and enjoy a movie So uh, it's, it's, it's actually A good time right now To release a movie
1: Yeah makes sense Makes sense I need to drop some Good ones though Like once I'm into You know Yeah I think
0: Black Widow Is either this
1: Friday Or the yeah, next Yeah that's coming out Pretty soon
0: Yeah Actually yeah I
1: think I I'll actually Go see that one
0: Yeah that's That's the next big thing uh, Coming out in the theaters And finally We're gonna get Bond I feel like they postponed It since last Christmas because of COVID, they can't mm. postpone this film. Now, that's one franchise that's never going to stop. Because I think they're, like, on 26 or 23 movies yeah. now. Because,
1: you know, the thing about that franchise is, like, they keep reprising, right? It's not the same actor. It's not the same like, actor, Like, they're going to change yes. the actor every now and then. There's so many different sort of storylines they can put to it, right? They can keep changing right, it. Right, right. They can rebrand it. They can start over. They can show you his younger days. They right. can do his older days. There's so much to do as opposed to, like, Fast, Furious unless they change the cast entirely. Yeah. Which is not really what the brand is about, right? It's right. about, you know, uh, Dominic Toretto and, you know, yes, that's, that's what the family, brand family, family. And family, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, Bond is just one guy that can keep switching around over and over again with different reincarnations, right? So now, now that you talk about Bond in, in that kind of positive light,
0: would you say the same thing about the Kingsman?
1: Not necessarily, no. Kingsman is more of a, a newer um, vibe, Yeah, yeah right? but do you but, see them
0: going... A dozen plus movies If they were able to switch out The main, the main characters
1: and, and try to keep it the same scene. They can possibly try to switch it out But I find it too um, Comedic So it's not serious enough So it's like You know Men in Black yeah. For example Men in Black You can keep You can re-franchise it Every now and then But it can't be as consistent Like Bond movies You can probably release one Every year Right With that same actor For the next I don't know Five or however years so It's going to yeah. be Bond For and then Switch it up again Yeah Well I feel like You can't really do Kingsman Every year uh, Interesting Even if you're changing the cast Right I kind of like Kingsman though I think it was yeah.
0: a fresh, of fresh air I should say When it came out I think it was pretty good
1: Yeah I, I enjoyed the first one Not so sure if I enjoyed The second one though yeah. But the first one I definitely liked Yeah that's my
0: favorite one And mm-hmm. this third one is it's, I, I guess it's coming out To try to re, You know Rekindle our faith In, in the franchise Let's mm-hmm. see how that goes
1: yeah, hopefully it goes better than men in black Hopefully Hopefully
0: And, and on to what happened on the political scene This was a shocking news out of nowhere About the assassination of the The Haitian president You heard it and, and I'm sure you, yeah. were, you were Weirded out by it like what the heck People are still getting assassinated in 2021
1: Yeah, I was like what? Like, People still get assassinated But I mean if you know the person who's done assassination Can I get the number real quick? I've got some, some You know No said i'm not seeing anymore (laughs) (laughs) oh that's just dark um that's
0: just dark but yeah yeah it's it's really crazy i was trying to read up on it and i guess if you go down the rabbit hole of written up on haiti and the political structure and what is actually happening in the country it it can it can ruin your day Mm. you know they're the poorest country allegedly on the entire western hemisphere and they are yet to recover and they're always so prone to natural dis- uh disasters which they're still always yet to recover from especially the hurricane from like a decade ago i'm sorry the earthquake i should say from 2010 and then they're always prone to like hurricanes and whatnot and it's like man the haitians are going through so much and there's always been a lot of um you know back and forth about the mm. leadership of uh I think it's Jovenel Moise. That's uh, that's how uh, that's his name. Uh, the former president who was just assassinated, and it's just it's just sad news, man, coming
1: out from from Haiti. Thinking about how mm. people people on ground would take it. We gotta think who stands to gain the most from his assassination. No, no, but and it's more conspiracy theories. Let's move. Yeah. Move <laughs> what I'm saying is that Haiti is just it's unfortunate because like I feel like there's a lot of potential there. They could be like the Dominican Republic, you know, like. But I guess there's sort of like the poorer Dominican Republic mm. or the blacker one I should say. Um, and there's so many faces as how as to how they've come to be where they are, right? It needs a lot of studying as yeah. to what's really going on, right? Like a, a country that should be, you know, I mean, aside from the earthquake and what what's happened, it should be a very beautiful place to be, right? Yeah, it really should be. It's so unfortunate that they have to experience what they're going through,
0: and, and even now compounded with the assassination, because this is going to spiral into some kind of unrest going forward for, you know, for a while. And you know, our hearts are with the people and, you know, everybody out there in Haiti. Yeah. Same out here, man. Yeah, on a, on a, on lighter news, uh, Patrick Vieira is going to be on the touchline of the parent Another like Frenchman. <laughs> I guess Haitians he, he are to- Technically, a yeah. French-speaking, so right. francophone, that's right. Francophone, you. yeah. So I heard this, and it kind of got me really excited uh, because even though I don't know if he has, like, the best track record as a coach, <laughs> I know he was in New York for a little bit in the MLS, mm. but now having him be a uh, Premier League manager of Crystal Palace, which has a lot of bright young players, I'm excited to see what that looks like next
1: season. Yeah, whatever it is, you know, he's a legend, right? Um, He's done his stint in France And co So I mean I do want him to succeed Yeah Right Let's see where I can get Crystal Palace to write Oh yeah I'm
0: sure it's going to be fun For him playing against Arsenal Next season because, <laughs> You know That's where he pretty much Made
1: his name Even though he played for uh, Some Italian He played for Inter I think as well In Italy Yeah But, but Arsenal I'm Curious is... to see what the Um The crowd and the fans are going to be like when that eventually happens. Oh, it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Especially with, you know, when you have players like Zaha
0: and Iberichese always just tormenting defenses. On a manager like him, it should be exciting to watch. I'm curious to see what they do with that team next season. Mm, Yeah. You know, um, Chris Hutton, uh, when he was at Norwich, used to be the only uh, um, black manager in the Premier League at the time, even though right now he's in, I think, the second division. So it's going to be Really interesting Seeing Patrick Vieira Being the sole um, You know Black person On touchline it's, it's it's going to be A breath of fresh air It's going to be Something different Yeah Good luck Patrick Vieira Good luck Patrick Vieira Maxi maxi So last time out We talked about how Elon Musk Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson Are you know in this billionaire space race Where they're just mm-hmm. like basically showing off Just bored too much money Yeah when you're bored and you have too much money It's like go do some regular oppressing Why, why, do, you, why do you have to go to space uh, So now We literally talked about how you know Jeff Bezos is going to one up Elon Musk essentially by going to space Before him and the only thing That Richard Branson can do is to pull a rabbit out of the hat And that's exactly what he did <laughs> Now he says he's, he's going to space when July was 11th, which mm-hmm. is in a few days.
1: So mm-hmm. how you how do you see that? I mean, this is a billionaire game. So they keep playing, right? Like, who's going to go to space first? Is what they do when they get their yachts. Well. I'm going to be the bigger yacht. I'll get a bigger yacht. I'll get a bigger yacht. You know, that's <laughs> what they do. But I mean, I hope, like, you know, not rushing things and making sure, like, everything is, you know, proper, safe and, and set for them because... I mean, go to space and then die. Like you know, that's not good. That's not good news, right? Oh yeah, this is this is everybody's. You know, gonna be watching this.
0: This is one of those things where it's like, wait, what? We are flying to space like so quickly. What's happening? So let's hope it's not like a stunt that goes wrong and it's actually gonna be a win for the space race and space travel and space tourism in general. Yeah. Because this feels this feels like, you know, a stunt <laughs> just with how quickly the news
1: came out of nowhere. Well, however the stunt is going, I hope Richard Branson gets there first. And I hope that boosts Virgin Galactic stocks because, you know, man's got some money invested in that <laughs> still. So, we need to start making some good profit. I see what
0: you're saying. So, basically, you're just hoping he goes and has a successful flight just for your own personal gains.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they're doing it for their personal gain, so... Fair enough. That's going to be right before it turns link.
0: 71.
1: So, it's going to have a birthday, a space birthday to celebrate. Nice one. Space birthday. But our, the stocks better also go to space. They just, <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> they better just keep projecting. Because they've already lost some value this, uh, this year, area. Yeah? And the,
0: the last thing we're going to talk about today is the repetitive, unfortunate, you know, kidnapping of school students, uh, especially in in the northern parts of Nigeria which is just indescribable it does it really doesn't make sense on paper that you know you have people kidnapping over 100 people and keep getting away with it i heard this news and i was just so upset
1: yeah just the state of insecurity that's going on especially in the northern part of the country northeastern uh part of the country to be precise and it's just yeah people are just even people apart from like i guess the parents of those kids said people don't even care that much anymore because it's become so much uh common news you know it's like something that keeps happening and it's like okay that's part of life now i guess that's what people are accepting it as
0: it, there was really no outrage on this, like usually like like I would see normally on social media because I feel like people are desensitized at this point. Mm-hmm. oh, it's one hundred and fifty kids uh this week,
1: oh okay, that's not as bad as two hundred and twenty five or something Exactly. and it's not like it's not as bad as the girls when you know it was just the girls that were kidnapped, for example, right, right. so now I was like, okay, this is boys it's like you you start to sort of like try and make sense of it or diminish it or whatever right. Because the the state is just so bad, like the state of insecurity is so bad. Right, and 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 for people who like
0: don't even care and just think it's just like normal, it's unfortunate because you might think it doesn't affect you, but ultimately one way or another, we're all affected by this. This is are like pe- children from a uh, Baptist high school just abducted, you know, early in the morning or whatever, and you have parents crying and, and you have wards like just confused. And everybody everybody's affected by this one way or another, either directly or indirectly. And, you know, as always, what can we do besides appealing to the authorities and, like, the government to to help, like, you know, narrow the focus on these things? It's, it's not like it's not uncommon. I feel like if they wanted to take this thing really seriously, mm-hmm. they could go in and, and help protect all these small communities that cannot
1: easily protect themselves. Yeah, For sure. I mean, it's just so sad because, like, I mean, even during the process of... The kids being kidnapped or whatever Like What's going on? Who's calling any authorities Like, you know To be able to track Like, how did they take all those kids And drive, you know One, Wherever, how many a miles of, Are they tens up of miles, to, 50, Hundreds like, of miles And no one's in pursuit Like, you know No one's been alerted Until they're all gone And like, okay There's 180 um, kids missing Like, you know what I mean
0: It's it's really sad You know, the average Nigerian By themselves Is a local government Because you provide your own food, water, electricity, and security. And it doesn't always have to be like this. Because in a democracy, we elect leaders who we expect to be capable to protect us and give us roads and water, security, and power. But this is is what has always come to, where everybody's just left alone and isolated.
1: Yeah, I don't really know what the... Point of government is in Nigeria anymore Why are they there? It's
0: unfortunate Anyway we're going to wrap on that On that thought right there And as always thank you so much for listening Thank you for joining us Yeah and this is
1: Backyard Conversations
0: Yep, Backyard Conversations Signing out